0: Tetra was the first site that we introduced the infinite adjust system on the front end. With previous sights we had what we call a hopscotch or plug and play type of scope housing where you had to bolt the scope housing to the frame to find the correct location. The Tetra changed that with the infinite adjust system. So now when you sight in your 20 yard mark you can really fine tune by sliding the whole scope housing up and down in this channel system. That's probably one of the biggest features to the Tetra. Another key feature of the Tetra is Ninja Star yardage wheel. Getting a better hold on the yardage wheel, especially when you're hunting and you have heavier gloves on. The Tetra does have 100 yard capabilities with the yardage tape and that's to the yard. A couple other key features of the Tetra is you get both 3rd and 2nd axis for even more precision but one of the key features as far as looks goes is we've updated the front end or the housing of the Tetra so now you have a brighter larger scope ring which helps with peep alignment as well as a built in scope level which is just more secure the tetra is available in a fixed frame bracket with, with three different mounting locations as well as a dovetail or tournament edition. Uh, so you can adjust the distance that the scope housing is away from your bow. And the tetra is also available in three different scope housing sizes. You get an inch and five ace, an inch and three quarter, as well as a new four pin multiple pin head. All the heads are interchangeable. All the Tetras are compatible with any of our accessories. For more information, you can visit our website at www.hhasports.com.
1: Hello, we're at the 2020 ATA show at uh, Veteran Innovative Products, uh, an all-American made and manufactured broadhead. So we've got a new one for 2020 called the Combat Veteran 4-Blade. As you can see, 4-Blades got a lot of the same high-quality materials we used with our original 2-Blade Veteran, but the Combat Veteran has a different deployment system. How it deploys is you just squeeze a little bit on your main blades, Okay, those compress, and then the broadhead opens
2: We would like to just take a second to help you make the final decision on your new Kydex holster. We The People offers all-American-made holsters designed for everyday carry. Whether it's inside the waistband or outside, these holsters are made with quality and don't break your bank like other high-end holster companies. And plus, they offer free shipping on all orders in the USA. So go have a look, and while you're at it, check out what else they have to offer. Merch, Link, in Bio. All
3: right, folks, we're here today at a very special event. We are at the uh, S3DA shoot here, and uh, where are we at now today? There we go. So we got that. So what's going to be happening today is we're gonna have a nice little conversation here about Andy and Owen Kuhn here, what 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 got him to brought him to this event and going from there. So like, who wants to start off, uh, Owen? Andy?
4: Well, uh, Okay. Hi. I guess I'm Owen. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm 17. I've uh, been shooting probably since I was in the first grade. So if you want to do the math, it's been a been a long time. Uh huh. Gone through, gone through a lot of bowls, Gone through a lot of competitions. Traveled the world, well, really, not the world. Tra- where do you travel to? The uh, the U.S. Go to Vegas. Go to that shoot. Yeah. Uh, Colorado, uh, North Dakota, Illinois, South Dakota. Sorry. Uh, Illinois, Kentucky, Ohio. Yeah.
3: Wow, that's awesome. It's good. It's, it's fun to see uh, you get experienced all this different traveling around because it's amazing what archery can do to you. Opening up different avenues to allow you to go travel throughout the United States. So, how about you, Andy? How long have you been shooting?
2: Uh, I started shooting when I was probably in first grade as well, but I've got some years on Owen. <laughs> so, um, my both my uh, my dad and my uncle were very much, still very much, in archery uh, in their early seventies. So, yeah, we're um, we're it's just a family
3: thing.
4: Very cool. So then, so
3: what uh, what did you do to get him interested in being an archer?
4: I, I don't think he did much. He just said, "Here's a bow, make it work."
2: And <laughs> uh, for a for a number of years, um, I've helped out out at the archery shop in Hortonville, Old Forty Five. Yeah. Um, with a, started out with a Saturday 3D league for the uh-huh. kids, and uh, evolved into one of the first S3D clubs in Wisconsin.
3: Very cool. Now, how many clubs do, or how many clubs uh, do hold these S three D A
4: shoots?
2: Uh,
4: in Wisconsin, what five six?
2: It, it's really great. It, it's actually, uh, but it's Dan, more of a, yeah, yeah. Dan has grown the program so much in the state that it's hard to keep track of. Um, I know we we hold an indoor tournament, uh, Blazing Arrows. Uh, okay. Our club ho- always holds a winter indoor tournament, and I think we had this last winter had uh, kids from uh, nine or ten clubs around the state. Okay. Yeah.
3: That's fantastic. So then, um, so now, how how far along can you can compete, Owen?
4: Uh, this this was actually my last tournament. I'm graduating out today. So oh,
3: congratulations! Then. Yeah. So then, as an archer for for your youth, is there, what's the next stages for you for competition wise?
4: Uh, competition would either be to go college wise, or there's different organizations, I guess you could say now that mm-hmm. uh, for adult leagues and stuff like that. Okay.
3: I wasn't quite sure if there's a if there's a college thing. So, are you going to be taking continue on with archery in college?
4: Uh, the college I chose, I'm going for mechanical engineering at uh, University of Wisconsin Stout does okay. not currently have an archery program. Maybe I get through my freshman year and I say, "Hey guys, let's start something." There you go. I mean, I'm a pretty an adventurous person, so there you are. I'd, I'd like to continue shooting in college. That, there
3: you go. That's the wise thing that you can see. When I went to college here, I started a club, a paintball club. In my college, twenty years ago, and so and it's still going on to this day. And it's like it's just great to see the alumni still continue the thing because it's like if you're uh, enthusiastic enough, your passion will get people to show up and keep doing it and keep growing for it. It's it's, oh, it's yeah. an amazing experience to watch something grow from your fr- freshman year to your senior year, mm-hmm. and it's just it's exciting to. But then on top of that, you're still here in the years as it continues going down the ladder, which is a fantastic experience. So I think you should try try to start that up. At yeah. least the nice thing is there's enough people in this state here that can oh, easily yeah. help you out.
4: It it it's a it's a underrated popular sport I guess you could say. Yeah,
3: I think you are correct on that. But the nice thing is there's a lot of influence coming especially like the, with this generation here. A lot of it probably comes down to Hunger Games. Yeah? Yeah? Cuz it's like cuz that's we, really plays uh, a big role.
2: When the uh, movie was very big, um, we had a huge influx into our club. Uh, the Hunger Games movies. Yeah. When we I we picked up in opening in the movie I bet we picked up 14 or 16 new archery families
3: wow that's amazing that's and, a great turnaround right there
2: yeah um and it's um it's not it's not mom's and dad's that even shoot it's uh-huh. um it's just it's just their kids so they got really ambitious with it right for sure for sure that is we, awesome uh, mm mm-hmm. we uh, when we started Blazing Arrows, I think all of the parents were archers. Yeah. And um, now we're we have the organized uh, board yeah. directors and uh-huh. uh huh. There's people on the board of directors that aren't aren't they're they're there to help. Yes, they're, they're ne- never not, picked they're up not a bow. Archers. Never okay. Picked up a bow. So um, the 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 people that have come to support us have I mean. It's, out of the woodwork you know you know it's a really good group of people so it's good I, I think it's a lot of ambition is just get people
3: out from in front of the xbox and the ps and the, and the playstation sure. to get them outside and, and enjoying the weather because it's like you know you can't create memories behind a controller
4: and it, it really brings together a diverse group it brings together i mean kids from the country kids from the cities kids from different parts of the states you know all over the u.s uh-huh yeah
3: so how do sh- so now? Are you done shooting for the day, or do you still have the- you still three I still have three D left. Yep. So how did you feel you did today out there?
4: I feel I felt pretty good. I mean, I, there was no wind, so that actually made me feel a lot better about the day. Yeah. Uh yeah. See how it falls. That's good. It should fall actually pretty good.
3: So then, with the what the scoring here today? Like with your first
4: round, like what um.
3: Like, how does the what does that do for you as a as a ranked person? Is is that the open prizes or scholarship money or what's going on with that?
4: Yeah, there's uh, there's ranking, there's you know for second, third, uh, and then there there's there's scholarships. Um, I've had a, a few
2: of those yeah. offered. Yeah, one had a couple of offers for uh, full scholarship archery scholarships. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, that's fantastic, man. He's always kind of had a life plan, so uh-huh. kind of got his path carved out here. So that's fantastic.
3: And now, and now after summer, do you guys get out in the tree stand and bow hunt too?
2: Oh yeah, you, oh, yeah. yeah. nice. Oh, yeah. I uh, I uh, save all my vacation for October, November. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's basically what I do too. I buy an extra p- a week of PTO so this way that I'm able to do that because it's like I like to travel around because like we have so much. Um, Public land here. It's like you got to take advantage of it. Now, do you guys hunt private or public? Uh.
2: Uh, I've, Owen and I, and I've been very fortunate. Uh, my dad and my uncle uh, were able to purchase a piece of a large piece of property in Wapaca County Yeah, that I've grown up on, and so has Owen. So it's all you know, private. And we know we have really good neighbors, and
3: that's good to hear. Now, do you guys uh, um have a? Do you guys do like a deer camp as well?
2: Uh, we've started in the last in the the older generation has has slowed down a little bit. Yeah. Dad and uncle and their friends have slowed down a little bit, but um, we we built a we built a shack up there. But they, they like their comfort of their own beds at night. so... Oh, I completely understand that.
3: You know, when you get to a certain point in time, your back just doesn't work very well on the ground. Yeah. So then it's like uh, so. Question for you about, because, uh, like, we know how in- archery is a really impactful on mental health. So, like, how do you say it's, like, helped
4: you out, Owen? Me, archery is a way I can just turn off my mind. Uh-huh. And to an extent, I can forget about the outside world and just make something happen downrange. And that's that's a big reason why I do it.
3: That's awesome. Then now, ha- have you um, established some nice
4: network of friends throughout the United States? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, people down south, people uh, here, people, people come and go. And uh, I'm a pretty sociable guy. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you do. You it it's you. It's more or less more of a family. It's not a friendship at that point.
3: That's big fantastic.
2: Big archery family. Yeah. I think our, our biggest breakout into family was probably when we, our first year in Vegas. Okay. Um. Just, you know, not knowing exactly what was going on when we were out there and where to be and when to be there. Um, yeah. Just a group of, the, you know, the very good group of people that would surround you and say, hey, this is how this works. This is this is where you got to be and you got to mm-hmm. be practicing now. And, mm-hmm. So that was that was uh, pretty amazing, and there's a lot of those people that are right from here in Wisconsin. So.
3: That's true because we have we're a huge huge archery community. Cause we, we do well, we do have we have Matthews in the state, so right. it's like it really pl- 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 plays a major role in that uh, popularity. And so like, oh, so what do you what so so as you progress since first grade to this
4: year, like uh, what have been some of your favorite bows that you've been able to shoot? Well, I've only shot shoot shot Matthews, and I only plan to shoot Matthews. So, uh-huh. um. I've I've grown up with Matthews, you know, in, in their changes and their progressions and all that. You know, start off with the craze, and then you work up to uh, had no cam for a while, and halons, and you know, I'm with uh, TRX, and I love that bow. Nice, I will never get rid of that bow.
3: That is a very smooth shooting bow right there. I mean, because when it comes down today's to technologies, like you're splitting hairs between all the vendors out there, and it just simply comes down to brand loyalty.
2: Right, with I'm. Very much the supporter of a local economy, local community. Right. Yeah, you would probably never see nothing but a Matthews in our hands.
3: Right. That's that's fantastic. You know, it's like I get the pleasure of shot. I've shot Hoyt. I've gotten to shoot uh, Elite. So, like, I'm trying to figure out if I want to go towards Matthews, if I want to go to Expedition, because I've, I've gotten to meet uh, uh, several people in both aspects, and the customer service is fantastic. So I'm still kind of on the fence on which one I want to go to, because they're such fantastic bows.
2: Yeah. And, and, and all the equipment has come, even in, in, in Owen's time, the equipment has come so far along the technology, and the, mm-hmm. is crazy. So do you got any, uh, dr-
3: you
4: got any uh, major plans for this fall? You got any elk hunts coming up? <laughs> uh, in the next few weeks, we're going out to Colorado, out uh, of to the Reinhardt uh, R1000. R100. R100? R-100? Yep. Yeah. That's going to be fun. So I'm going to go shoot that out in the mountains and hike around and probably sweat a lot, but... <laughs> It's going to be fun. Yeah, like this weekend, there's
3: a lot of archery events all throughout the year. But then again, I think Mm -hmm. it's like this since last year, we've seen a really major uptick in all these different types of competitions. Like we have HHA USA shooting today. We have uh, Toll Archery Challenge. There's another shoot going on uh, in Pennsylvania, a large one. So it's like in Michigan. I know uh, uh, a knock-on's out there. So it's like it's just uh, blowing up all
4: across the United States this year. If you want to shoot 3D in the summer, you just got to find one. There's going to be one. Oh, yeah. Literally, yeah. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah
2: you could pretty much plan your whole every weekend in the summer. Around.
3: Don't get, that's, that's the best part. There's always activity to do. So now since you've been doing the S3DA shoots, like how many arrows have you ended up having Robin hood over the, over the
4: last couple of years? I'm, I'm pretty fortunate. I try and keep them pretty clean. If I, if I'm hitting in one spot, I tell myself, Nope, not going to do that again. So, uh, Robin hooding. I've,
3: when, when, you were, when you were were younger there, you were young, yeah, you but you couldn't wait to shoot him but, yeah. out
4: there. <laughs> but now but now when you got a yeah. a lot of money stuck in building arrows, it's Yeah.
3: Now do you build your own arrows then? Yeah. So then when you build, build an arrow for competition, like what is your thought process into it?
4: Uh, slow and clean. Slow, clean. Just gotta make it fly right.
3: Okay, so then so then let's break it down to the the, the brand of arrow you use and why.
4: I use Victory. Okay. Uh, Because Victory's, their spine is labeled. I like that. Okay. Because then I can build off the spine. Mm -hmm. So if you actually take it, float it in the bathtub, that's how you find your spine, but theirs is pre lined. And then if you fletch it off the spine, click it in the same spot every time, each arrow is going to fly the exact same.
3: Nice. Now, do you use uh, three arrows or four arrows? Or three, excuse me, three um,
2: fletchings or four fletchings for uh, me. Uh,
4: three fletch, uh, what three and uh, a quarter, inch. three we and a quarter go, we inch. Go a
2: little, we go a little longer. Okay. Um, we, I, 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 have uh, started bow hunting with four fletch just this last year again. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first started bow hunting was all re- recurve, and that that was when four fletch kind of started with the recurve, and then went away, and now it's starting to come back a little.
3: Okay. I was wondering about because I've seen – I went to a couple of 3D um, shoots here over the last couple of weeks and I've seen the, the four uh, fletchings coming to become popular yep. with the whole process. Now, when you're also making the – for deciding what kind of weight you use, like what is optimal uh, weight for greenage for? Uh, an th- there's an
4: equation for what you're pulling, what's your draw, you know, for all that. and uh, Why don't
3: you just talk – well, since we're talking about you, why don't you just tell us your arrow setups? So this way then people can kind of relate to that.
4: Uh, what am uh, I? Victory 350s 400s. like, Yeah, 23 mil. I also have 20, 28s. Uh, and then I have the field ones, which those are, what, 19? 19, 19 little guys, you know, for different weather. Okay. So uh, 23 is what I typically use on 3D. Mm-hmm. Uh, those little guys, the 19s... Uh, if it's windy, use those in the field, mm-hmm. and then the fat boys is what you use for shooting paper. Uh, at twenty yards for spots.
3: That makes sense. Then, so you know, what? How many
4: grains do you use for your for your your spot shots? Uh, those those are those are standard at. Yeah, we we, we, four?
2: we do shoot a little bit heavier arrow all year long. Yeah, yeah. In the, in
3: the 50s 50s. Okay, so that's pretty average, though.
4: Yeah. And then
3: when you guys go into hunting season now, do you do you increase your grainage then like up to 5 or over over 6 or do you maintain no, not, that 450? Usually. We okay.
2: Stick with what, we stick with what works. So.
3: that is a, a great thing. So um so now do you have uh the do you have your eyesight on your next dream bow?
4: I'm pretty excited to see what Matthew's comes out with here in the next couple of years. That's Okay. probably what I will go with.
3: Now, what is um? I was kind of curious about that for like for uh, for doing um. Because uh, how many yards do you typically shoot like for from uh, your spot shots for uh, uh targets?
4: For three yeah. D, what I can range from anywhere from right up to my face to 40, 40, 40 okay. yards yeah, out right, for three D.
3: So but I wasn't quite sure how that how that would break down for mm-hmm. like how many yards you have to be yep. shooting between each one if it was a standard platform for or is just like mm-hmm. uh, I think it's
2: it's mostly busted up by age group. Okay.
4: Yeah. But once you get out into the, you know, adult world, you can go up to pretty much 80 yards, you know, oh, 100 wow. yards, yeah.
3: Well, oh, that, that is challenging. So, now, when you're shooting out that 100-yard mark, then, it's like, do you, what, what what's your thought
4: process behind that? Don't miss. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. But, uh, no, you, you just got to pick your spot and follow your same process. It's, mm-hmm. it's you can't overanalyze it. You can't. The equipment.
3: There you go. That makes sense. Now, uh, do you use a back tension release, a thumb release? What's what's your... Uh... Back tension. Full back, back tension. tension. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I take it that, that provides that consistency you're looking yep. for?
4: I mean, yeah, yeah. Definitely. And then I can... I mean, I, I can make it work the way I want it to every time. hmm Then I know I'm not going to rush it. I'm going to... Take your time with the whole
3: yep. process.
2: I think... He's been shooting back tension for A, while, a long time when he was a... He was a little. We had to try to slow him down somehow.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. Which
4: makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Which
3: one do you recommend for back tension? I shoot the coop.
4: Yeah, yeah, I shoot a coop. Coop's a really good brand. Coop. What is? It's in my pocket. Pull it out here. Maybe. Uh, Coop. It's. I don't know what's the model, but. But. That's a
3: that's a pretty nice little pretty one right there. At least at least the nice thing with it being that like this uh, rainbow color, you know, it's like if anybody tries to walk off with it, yeah. it's like nope, that's mine. <laughs> and then I
4: like them with a little bit of a heft to them. A lot of guys like there's a little lighter.
3: Yeah, this 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 has a little bit of weight to it, but I like I like a little weight to it. My shoot as well.
4: So, then I then I know it's there. I know where I can put my finger, bring my finger around, you know, shoot it. Excellent.
3: So then, do you have any um, recommendations or any? Um, uh, thoughts on what what you could what you would you say to somebody that's on the edge about getting into archery?
4: Just try it. Mm-hmm. You you. It's a sport that you can try. It's a sport that anyone can do. It's it's. It's not like your footballs and your basketballs and your baseballs. It, it's it it's complete. It's a completely different atmosphere. It's.
2: I think the, I think the archery community in itself would support. Uh, I know it's for for us, and I know uh, we try to be for other people too. But people getting into the into the sport, yeah, try to be super supportive, uh, offer a little bit of advice, but also mm-hmm. let them let them experience it on their own a little bit too. It it's an individual
4: team sport. I like to describe it as which, that's a very good piece of advice. I like the individual team sport because it it's a lot more mental. It's a lot more you're up against yourself, mm-hmm. but you, you're surrounded by a team atmosphere at the same time. So.
3: That's a, that's a really good point to end on there. So thank you, Andy and Owen, for coming on, guys. I, really appreciate I appreciate it. Definitely, thank you. You guys it. have fun out there and enjoy your last shoot. Yeah, thanks. You're very welcome.